Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we're going to take a look at the astrological energies from March 24th through March 31st as we complete the third month of 2021 and now we are fully in Aries season. So we will be talking about the astrological energies and transits occurring over this next week, including Mars out of bounds, what it means when a planet is out of bounds, and specifically what it means with Mars and Gemini out of bounds, especially as Mars is traveling across the North Node and Mars is the ruler of Aries. So some very interesting energies right now. A lot could be fast moving. You could feel there's a quickening and acceleration to life. You could feel there's more movement, more things that are opening up and that more is in motion. So I hope that today's podcast episode is beneficial for you, resonates with you and supports you wherever you may be on your journey. And just a quick programming note that there will not be a Monday podcast on March 29th because I will be on a road trip. Uh, that's partly how I'm feeling this energy. So there won't be an episode on Monday, but I'll be back on Wednesday. And I will be releasing for you the Aries New Moon video on YouTube that will talk about the April 11th Aries New Moon. So that will be released on Friday, March 26th. Over the past few weeks, we've been talking about the significance of the beginning of Aries season as we have the sun in Aries traveling with Venus in Aries and meeting up with Chiron in Aries right at the Libra full moon occurring on March 27th or 28th, depending on your time zone. Now, this energy is very significant in terms of what it means in calling energies back to yourself. And I don't want to repeat myself too much because I have been doing separate episodes for you about these energies as they relate to soulmates, as they relate to your own healing, and as they relate to what's in your heart. So all of those energies are very strong right now and are opening up more within us that we're ready to love and accept. And this is a very powerful way of working with this time period of tuning into the parts of yourself that you maybe have banished or ignored, you haven't listened to or accepted, the parts of yourself that maybe you didn't feel were lovable or you didn't know how to accept these areas of yourself, be it in your emotional world, your mental world, uh, any parts of yourself physically, spiritually, all of it. Because the Aries energy brings us back to ourselves, specifically into the essence of who we are. Aries is the first sign of the zodiac. It's where we take a body, where we take form, where we have an initiation at the soul level to be here, to come into the human body and to experience this world. And the Aries energy of initiation is where we also can call in and connect with new energies, higher energies that weren't in our awareness before either. Because what we're initiating is more of our own soul's complete and utter love for ourselves. And when you focus on this, when you simply set the intention and you have the willingness to fully accept everything about you, what that does is it opens up these energy fields that can bring in more downloads of support 
love, forgiveness, all these things that we've talked about during Pisces season, when we talked about the higher vibrating energies of Pisces, which include the self-forgiveness, self-compassion, self-acceptance, being able to trust a process, trust what we can't see. Now during Aries season, we have the ability to integrate these energies into ourselves, to really apply them to who we are now, what you've learned, what you've healed, the challenges you've moved through, what you've come to understand more about who you are in this lifetime. And so when we use this intentionally and with higher consciousness, we can really heal ourselves. We can really be in a place of seeing from a higher perspective more of who you are with that understanding that of course we're human, we have imperfections, we mess up, we do things wrong, we make mistakes, we make bad choices at times, we go in the wrong direction, but spirit sees all of that as part of the human playground, as just part of the experience, part of how we learn and grow and heal. And there's always another option, another choice, a new day, There's always a new start, a new way to see something, a new way to forgive yourself or do something over. You can have many do-overs at times in life. And this is where the airy season reminds us that it's time to start again, to come back to what your priorities are, come back to who you are now and how you're in alignment with the truth of who you are. And allow that to motivate you in this new start, regardless of what has happened previously, uh, regardless of maybe where you've been really hard on yourself or stuck or frustrated. This is an energy that supports us in rising up to see with higher consciousness that a new beginning happens every day, every day of our life. And so how are you ready to make a new beginning in your own energy, in your own sense of self that supports who you are now and what you want? So we're in a phase of coming back to ourselves And as the sun in Aries travels with Venus in Aries, there is more support here for really loving who you are and to see it with a sense of confidence and courage, that it takes courage to be ourselves, but maybe at times it feels courageous to love yourself or to accept yourself or to be okay with who you are and what you've done in life and how some things have played out or whatever it might be. It's coming back into the present moment and fully loving and honoring this is who I am. And it's completely worthy of unlimited love that begins with yourself. So as the sun and Venus travel together, they're sparking up something in our energy fields. And I feel it in the aura. And then I also feel it related to the root chakra, which is very much related to these Aries energies of first survival, uh, where we're first coming into human form and we're being a human. You're birthed, you're a baby, you're vulnerable, and you need help in your survival just on a day-to-day level. But as you mature and as the energy grows, we learn whether or not we feel safe, safe in the world, safe in a family, safe in our body, safe to be ourselves. 
And hopefully throughout your life, you have been able to develop that ability to feel safe and confident in who you are. However, an overactive root chakra that is too much, uh, that is inflamed, or that isn't in a healthy energetic state can be looking for other ways to feel safe uh, by going to war. This is an Aries trait where you fight. You have the need to fight for something. You're fighting for your safety or you're fighting to get what you want. You're fighting to be heard. Uh, Maybe this could even be a tactic where, you know, there's things that we fight for or we stand up for that's too aggressive or too assertive. It's too much. And that can be very true with the Aries energy. It can come on too strong. It can be too much. It can be overwhelming. Uh, There can be energies where you burst through the door and it's just too much for anyone to handle and no one knows what to do with you. So the Aries energy does have to learn to temper itself, how to harness its energy and how to use it in a healthy manner. This can also apply to how energy is used in many areas of life uh, because that Aries energy, if it doesn't have a place to go, it can act out, it can be very difficult, Uh, it can have an overactive sexual appetite where it's looking for something, it's looking for release, it's looking for a place to direct energy. There can be lack of understanding consequences. There can be a lot of emotions that come out that again are too much or can be overwhelming for others, especially if there's a lot of anger, impatience, impulsiveness, or selfishness. So these are all some of the lower expressions of that Aries energy because Aries is the first sign of the zodiac and it can be immature. But as the energy matures, and perhaps that's through hard knocks, perhaps that's through a lot of trial and error, but as the energy matures, the Aries can really understand self as it relates to your own energy field, as it relates to what really works for you and how to think things through, consider others, be aware of everything that you're doing, choosing, saying, how you're behaving. And this helps expand the consciousness of the Aries planets where that drive, that inspiration, that motivation can be well worked with and well harnessed without being too much. So all of this All of these themes I've just shared could be part of what you're healing, could be part of what you're seeing in yourself for the first time, could be part of what you're noticing. And so with the sun and Venus traveling together and meeting up with Chiron at eight degrees of Aries, there's new levels of self-awareness here that are emerging. New understandings of your patterns, of how you've behaved or shown up, of who you are that maybe you just didn't see before. So there can be very beautiful healing with any of these root chakra themes, anything where there's been too much emotion or too much anger, too much impulsiveness, another lower aspect aspect of Aries can be narcissism, can be that very selfish, uh, self-indulgent energy where nobody else exists in the world. And so these are all the themes that maybe you've seen in yourself or others, and there's something that we're meant to burn away. We're meant to understand with a higher consciousness how to use these energies. Now with the Chiron energy there, that can bring up any repressed parts of ourselves that we didn't know what to do with, like it was too scary, 
to express or say something. It's sort of like maybe the secrets that have been kept since childhood or the secrets that you've held about yourself that maybe you didn't know how to share or express with someone. And these can be secrets because there is shame around them or embarrassment or vulnerability. And this Chiron in Aries has been working with us since February 2019 and opening up more parts of ourselves that we're ready to heal. And so this can relate to anything about abuse, uh, trauma, anything that impacted your sense of self at a young age, anything that relates to childhood, uh, even being an infant, a toddler, anything around these parts of your experience that maybe have been held back or repressed, they come out with Chiron because Chiron wants us to really go deeper into looking at more energies, at where there are potentials for deeper healing but we often can feel even a resistance to it at first. So what I'm feeling here is that there's a lot of collective healing that's happening on our planet. There's a lot of people moving through some very big things right now that are, of course, private, uh, perhaps very, very personal, and ultimately none of our business, right? We all have things in our lives that we keep to ourselves or we only share perhaps with one or two trusted people. But what is coming through is that we are each being asked to heal these parts of ourselves and to know that where we've been holding back anything in our own energy field, it's okay to bring it up into the light. It's okay to bring it up into love, into a place of surrender. Uh, there can be a lot of transformation that happens with this energy when it's really seen, loved, and accepted. And it feels really significant because I feel like there are themes from other lifetimes that are coming up right now. And with the Venus energy here, it's related to the feminine energies within all of us, regardless of sex or gender. It's related to how we feel loved, how you've received love or not receive love in your lifetime. And this can again go to multiple lifetimes, uh, kind of these reoccurring patterns or habits. Um, and I'm even seeing that a heart can feel caged. And, and I'm just seeing a cage ar around a heart where it's trying to keep the energy safe. It's trying to be contained and in a place where Maybe it's against, I don't, want, I don't want to get hurt, or I don't want to be rejected, or I don't want to be abandoned, you know, all the above. I don't want to be vulnerable. I don't want to open up. I don't know if someone's trustworthy. All these things that can happen within ourselves, I feel like this energy coming through is like this gentle opening of the cage, the, the gentle release of what's been stuck in the heart so that the energy can flow, it can move, and a reminder that feeling safe is an individual belief system that we can shift and work with. So it's almost like if there's been anything trapped, because uh, I feel this energy as being decaying, like it just has this sense of a, a heavy, maybe even a heavy 
cage that has been really worn out. Uh, there's parts of it that are rusting and it squeaks when you try to open it. Um, it just has this really heavy energy around it that maybe it's become too heavy, too heavy to carry, too heavy to have in the energy system. So I'm feeling like there's an opening here. This is heart opening. This is heart healing. And it can be very vulnerable at first, but it can be the most vulnerable to yourself where you're acknowledging some things for the first time. You're seeing some things in yourself in the first time that maybe you don't really like, or you don't want to keep doing it, or you want to change something. So it feels like this energy or even this conversation is with the self. It's really talking to yourself about what you've understood, what you've acknowledged, what you've seen in your own relationship with yourself that has kept you limited or caged or held back. Because what I feel is that so much of this Aries energy is burning away a lot of things that we no longer want, we no longer want to connect to or carry with us, is burning away old versions of ourselves, old parts of ourselves. It's a very deep process. It feels like it's definitely related to what we've already been experiencing in terms of transformation for the past few years. And it feels like this Aries energy is ready to go. It's ready to burst out and it's ready to courageously show you the fullness of who you are and the work is in trusting that in yourself and accepting that in yourself and being able to do something your own way to follow your own path to go for what you want um, that's where the strength is that's where the confidence is and that's where the energy is going to continue to develop and grow now on March 25th the sun is exactly conjunct Venus in Aries at four degrees, but they still travel together through the end of the month. And so we're going to see Venus conjunct Chiron at eight degrees on March 28th, the same day as the Libra full moon at eight degrees. And then the sun will be conjunct Chiron in Aries at eight degrees on March 29th. Now, all of these energies are quite rare because we can have a Libra full moon anytime during Aries season. Uh, we just so happen to have it when the sun, Chiron, and Venus are conjunct, opposing that Libra full moon, which is a turning point. This is a turning point energy that illuminates more of who you are and relationship dynamics, relationship with yourself, what you're understanding about who you are. And I feel like what we're doing is we're really healing across multiple lifetimes, some very big themes. With Chiron involved, tears can be involved. You can be emotional, you can be sensitive, you can be insecure. It can bring up all these doubts and questions. And that's part of the clearing. There's, because what I'm feeling is like even the clearing of any kind of emotions or fears, you're clearing it across lifetimes. Like it's not just about this current timeline 
or period of time, there's something bigger happening here. There's something deeper moving through. And if you can ride those waves and trust that and just kind of keep navigating it from a heart perspective, it's going to clear out even more. Now, depending how much work you've done around this or how personal this feels for you, there could be things that you've already moved through, that you've already understood and you've already been healing and working on. But the Chiron energy wants to show us more of the truth of who we are. When you remove the ego, you remove the armor, you remove the facade, it gets us into the bare bones of our energies, the bare essentials of our own essence. And it's a reconnection to the beauty of our energy to the vast potential of our own energy. So it just feels so incredibly beautiful. I mean, it feels really like there's a lot of light, uh, crystalline energies. It's like this vibrating, pulsing, beautiful energy field that is your truth, that is your confidence, that is your sense of self, And I feel like it's connected to the soul's intentions for this lifetime. So it could be that you are realizing some things about yourself, your life, your world that are no longer in resonance because you're being called back into the truth and bare essentials of what you're here to do in this lifetime. And I realize that sounds like a very big thing and a very big topic. And some people can say, oh no, I don't know what that is. I don't know what that means. What you can simply do is stay open and stay willing to hear what may come through for you. Because as soon as you start asking the question, then the answers can come in. But it does require us to ask a question first in order to hear or understand an answer or more information about the answers. So simply having the intention to go deeper and to see these parts of yourself are going to connect you with more answers. Now, this is also supported because Mercury in Pisces is conjunct Neptune in Pisces at 21 degrees on March 29th. Uh, This can be a time of feeling very unclear, feeling like you can't trust your own mind, uh, having difficulty with the details or the specifics, um, getting things wrong, like hearing things that weren't said or something is said, but you hear it differently. There's a lot of fogginess here with this Mercury conjunct Neptune and Pisces, and a lot can be kind of lost in terms of, again, the specifics or the details. So, It's similar to a Mercury retrograde in that you want to double check the facts, confirm the details, make sure you heard something correctly, uh, make sure you got the information right that was being said, etc. But what we can also do with Mercury conjunct Neptune and Pisces is go higher into what we trust and to what our intuition is saying. And it could be that you feel a stronger connection to your own intuition, to your own messages. Uh, These can be beautifully communicated to you through meditation, through your sleep time, dreams. Uh, There's almost like these images that can show up that are speaking to you or sharing something with you that you wouldn't have understood otherwise. There can be a very big activation here of the 
third eye chakra and the crown chakra. And so these energies get us out of our linear mind and help us trust more of what we're feeling, what we're sensing, and what our intuition is saying. So over this next week, I feel like there's going to be a sense of not feeling very grounded, not feeling like you fully have everything figured out or known. There's a lot of initiation and beginning energy. There can be a lot floating through. Uh, This can be a very, very creative time. There can be a lot that needs to be expressed or said, uh, whether you write it out or you create something artistic or you just do anything that feels like it's about your self-expression. That feels very strong over this next week. Uh, Very important to move the energies through the physical body, to take care of the physical body, because I feel like we're getting some big downloads here that could also feel very tiring, can also feel like all you want to do is sleep or rest. Thankfully, we're going to see Venus and the Sun in Aries connect with Saturn in Aquarius at 11 degrees by the end of the month. So March 30th, March 31st, both planets make a sextile to Saturn in Aquarius at 11 degrees. This is stabilizing. This is clarity. This is support because that Saturn energy is going to help you decipher what's real, what you can count on, what matters for the long term. Now, this energy also supports the sense of self, being more of yourself, knowing what that means, knowing what that looks like, and how you show up in the world as yourself. There's a risk-taking energy here as well, a sense of, I want to go for it, I'm ready to go for it, I'm ready to try something new, I want to do something different, I want to take a chance, I want to take a risk, I want to be more of myself. And so if you can really embody that energy, and by what I'm seeing as I say that is it's almost like infusing the aura with that energy. And I'm seeing it as snowflakes um, that look like kind of white and light pink and yellow. And it's infusing the aura with these new intentions and then also ensuring that what you are healing and working through is moving up through the chakra system. So earlier in the show, I talked about the root chakra being very significant right now. It's important to make sure that energy is rising and I see it spiraling. So it spirals from chakra to chakra. It spirals up, gets to the third eye, crown chakra, and goes up. And it feels like this energy is moving really fast. Like it's a very fast clearing and cleansing energy that's removing and purging what you no longer want to carry, what no longer resonates, what no longer is in alignment, and then allows for these new energies to come in and come through. Another important thing to note is that when the sun is conjunct a planet, so in this case Venus and Chiron, the consciousness of the sun is infiltrating those planets and it's the neutrinos of the sun that are then making an impact and infusing those planets as well. So we have both Venus and Chiron receiving downloads from the sun of higher consciousness. And what I feel around that is that it's very much about confidence building. 
So you could have opportunities over this next week and into April to take a chance, try something new, feel confident in what you're moving towards, and to allow that be perhaps a new way of living your life or just something that can support who you are now. And it feels very organic, by the way. It doesn't feel like it's even pushed or something that you have to try too hard at. It feels organically supported. So as we're talking about these Aries energies, we then want to look at Mars. And that's because Mars is the ruler of Aries. And so we look at what Mars is doing for a little bit more insight into the energy signature. Now, Mars is in Gemini, and this is the sign of the multitasker, where you're doing two things at once. Uh, Perhaps you want to take on two projects and you're having multiple conversations. There's a lot happening often in a short period of time, because Gemini is a sprinter. It's not about the long term, it's the short term. And that's another part of this energy signature, is that the Aries and Gemini energies are really about the here and now, what you can get done quickly in your immediate environment, uh, what's productive, but it's not about the long term. So with Mars and Gemini, we have multiple priorities going on. We're ready to move. We're ready to take something forward. Uh, We could feel very restless. And what we're also looking at here is that that Mars and Gemini is now out of bounds. So this started on March 21st and goes until May 23rd where Mars is out of bounds. And what does that mean? Well, if you look at the globe and you look at the equator, Well, there are ways that a planet can move north and south of the equator. And when a planet is out of bounds, they are more than 23 degrees and 27 minutes, either north or south of the equator. That means they are farther away from the sun's influence, the sun's energy field. And keep in mind that these are not straight lines. It's actually called the ecliptic and the planets move essentially north and south all the time. But I just wanted to give you a visual of how this is calculated. So basically when a planet is 23 degrees, 27 minutes north or south of the equator, it's considered out of bounds. And this can happen about once a year, sometimes twice a year, it does depend. And with Mars out of bounds, he is crazier. He is wilder. He can be even stronger in terms of how he gets things done in a different way. It means that he is able to do things his own way, and this can be reckless, it can be chaotic, and more unpredictable. An out-of-bounds Mars can go rogue and essentially doesn't want to answer to anyone, can feel more in charge. In Gemini, however, he can feel more scattered, more split, and even a bit more of a trickster because Gemini is the trickster energy. So there can be a sense of not knowing what to do. What is this Mars doing? What is this Mars really focused on? And he is he just playing? Is he just playing? So this Mars energy relates to each of us and relates to how we're moving through our lives and how we are going after what we want. Uh, you could think of Mars, especially in Gemini, as a car or a motorcycle, or two motorcycles. And 
like swerving down the road and very inconsistent and changing lanes with no blinkers and kind of just being this wild card energy. That's what this Mars in Gemini out of bounds is. And it can feel like you don't know what to focus on. You don't know what to do with yourself. Like again, if you're feeling really restless, uh, it's like, do you go for a run? Do you go for a walk? You know, what do you do to move the energy? Out of bounds, Mars doesn't want to be told what to do and doesn't want to answer to anyone. So there's a need for freedom, a need for independence, a need to do things your own way. And because it's in Gemini, you might have to do things twice where you realize, oh, I made a bad choice. The second choice is what I really want. Or, oh, I went the wrong direction. I went right. I should have gone left. So this can really emphasize doing something twice where you realize you made a mistake and you have to go back and correct it, Uh, where you acted too fast and then you go back and see what you missed or see what the mistakes were. So there can be more of this amplified energy of doing things twice and maybe even going in circles. It could feel like you're like, I'm not making traction, I'm not getting anything done. Now we can take the energy even further and we look at how Mars is in Gemini. Gemini is ruled by Mercury, And Mercury is currently in Pisces conjunct Neptune, which brings in even more confusion, brings in even more mishaps or misunderstandings, or I didn't know I said that, or I didn't know I agreed to that. And there isn't a lot of grounding right now. So I feel like the best use of this energy is to stay open, to stay adaptable, uh, to stay aware of yourself. Uh, Make sure that you stop and think things through, uh, that you breathe very deeply. What I'm feeling too is that one way to work with this energy is to really take some deep intentional breaths into not only the lungs, but to direct it into the belly or the stomach. You know, those very deep breaths that expand the diaphragm, that's going to help with grounding and that's going to help with centering Because a lot of this energy is not grounded and it's not centered. And so we have a week of big downloads, a sense of wanting to start something, wanting to get going, maybe being pulled in multiple directions, not knowing what to focus on and looking to yet do something that is courageous, to do something that really calls to you. It feels like one way to navigate these waves is to come back to your heart, come back to that Venus Aries energy, and to listen to who you are now, to listen to what the heart is saying, because it's going to bring you back to center, it's going to return you to yourself, and it's going to remind you of your priorities. And the other thing that you may be seeing in yourself, perhaps hearing or maybe seeing for the first time, is more about your belief systems. Now, as Mars goes across that Gemini North node, there's going to be openings into new ways of thinking about something, new ways of understanding and what we're learning more about who we are. And with the south node in Sagittarius, we're letting go of perhaps where we've been held back, where we've been holding judgments, maybe judgments of ourselves, judgments of others, judgments of the world, what we've been holding around our own understandings of the world, uh, perhaps opinions. Maybe you've outgrown some opinions that you really believed in a few years ago. 
Perhaps there's parts of yourself that you're seeing that you're wanting to shift. You're wanting these parts of yourself to grow. And I feel like this energy works beautifully with this Sun, Venus, Aries conjunction with Chiron because what you might be tapping into are your own limiting belief systems around relationships, around what you need, around what you want to receive, what you want to give, what you want to experience. And I know I've done a few shows for you on the soulmate energies and relationship energies. And something that has come up, that has come up before uh, through other conversations, is that you can be very far along on your journey with what you've healed, what you have learned, and what you've understood about yourself. And you can feel very alone. You can have that energy of, I'm the only one who's at this place, or I'm more advanced than other people, or there's no one here who really relates to who I am and what I need. These are all limiting belief systems that you can change. If you're feeling isolated, if you're feeling like you don't have an equal, if you're feeling like you've done so much work and you're all alone and there's no one who can relate to you, Again, these are limiting belief systems that you can change around and expand. And it's as simple as opening up to a higher perspective that there are more than enough people on this planet for you to connect with. In fact, there are now millions of very advanced souls on this planet, more so than ever before. There are literally millions of advanced souls. And when you open up your belief system and your perspective to that, that's when you start connecting with them. That's when the energetic frequency lines up. So if you are wanting to be in a relationship or a connection with someone, but you have felt like, again, you're the only one, no one understands you, um, not only is that a limiting belief system, but that might also be connected to your own spiritual ego which you could look at and see if there's some type of superiority complex there or if there's something that relates to being special or thinking that maybe you are further along and you're meant to only teach or only heal or only assist people. Again, all of this can be related to a spiritual ego and that would be something to sit with or consider because that then creates your experiences. So when you open up these belief systems, when you step beyond these limitations and you catch yourself what you're saying about relationships or what you're saying to yourself about what's possible, that then creates your reality. So open it up. There are millions of people on this planet to have relationships with. There are hundreds of people, perhaps in your neck of the woods, that you could connect with. And so as you open up and you start to affirm that there's more than enough. In fact, this is where it gets exciting. This is where you could be surprised by who you meet and how you meet them. This is where your heart is really going to feel that it's being received and healed because now your heart has permission to grow beyond those limiting belief systems. So this is where we take responsibility for ourselves and our energy, take responsibility for our power, for our light, for what we want in this lifetime, and to remember that there are limitless possibilities here. 
So there are more than enough people on this planet to connect with, whether that's for friendship, partnerships, business, love, long-term marriages, long-term partnerships, whatever you want, you can create it when that's a part of your belief system. And so I feel like this Mars and Gemini going across the North Node, yes, Mars is out of bounds, so go further. Go further in what you want, in what you want to experience. Go further than what you thought was possible. Expand the mind's perceptions. Expand where you were limiting yourself because I feel like this is a vital part of our soul growth right now where we're stepping away from these limiting belief systems that I think were really born and rooted in previous lifetimes when you had to stay in a certain village and you couldn't leave the village. And if you couldn't find a partner in the village, then you were going to be alone the rest of your life. It's sort of that perception that there were limitations, but the world is a vastly different place now. And I feel like it's actually for the planet's best good, and I'm seeing it energetically, for more people to connect and to have relationships that are very like beautiful and love-based and healing and powerful and there's growth and there's trust and loyalty and all these beautiful qualities in healthy relationships. When people come together with those intentions, it benefits the planet, it benefits and creates this ripple effect of energy. So again, maybe get in alignment with that intention, with what you want now, because this could be part of the Aries energy for you, where you're birthing these new energies in your heart. You're really understanding more about the intentions that you have and what you want to experience in your life. And now is the time to courageously trust that. So I hope that helps reframe anything that you've been holding or carrying around what's possible for you in this lifetime, especially with relationships, because I feel like that's a big part of these energies that we're moving through. Now we have the Libra full moon and I realize I didn't touch on that too much. That's because I have a separate video on YouTube that talks about the Libra full moon and how it does have a grand trine in the air signs and it does create a kite configuration that leads back to Venus, Chiron, and the sun in Aries and the kite configuration is the point of liftoff. So very beautiful energies coming up for the Libra full moon at eight degrees please check out that video on YouTube. And also to let you know, I do have the April 2021 Soul Growth Astrology program now available that talks about the full energy of April. And if you use coupon code Aries, you get it for only 11 bucks. And it's my intention that this is affordable for as many people who want to keep learning about their own astrology chart and learning about the transits. Coming up in April, this Aries new moon on April 11th is beautiful and it signals divine timing. It signals there's things that are happening. There's movement. There's shifts. There's a lot coming through in the middle of April. So I hope that motivates you and inspires you to trust what's calling to you. Trust yourself. Understand more of who you are, what you need, 
what your priorities are right now because this is putting you in alignment with where you're meant to go next and what you want to experience next in this lifetime. Well, I see that this podcast episode went a little bit longer. I guess I had more to say this week, uh, but I hope it was beneficial and that it supports you in how you are moving through Aries season. And I will be back again next Wednesday for our next weekly episode. I hope you have a beautiful Libra full moon. I hope you're enjoying this energy and working with it in the highest and best possible ways. And as always, thank you so much for your time, energy, and presence. I'm truly grateful to connect with so many of you all over the world. It's been wonderful from my heart, and I'm glad that we are sharing this journey together. Have a beautiful week ahead, and I will see you back here next week. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.